Hello, it's Dawn, and this is my podcast, Conversations. It's a variety show about real life stuff, and there's something on here for everybody. So if that sounds good to you, let's go. Welcome to another edition of Conversations. Today we have Melanie. Welcome, Melanie. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. Oh, I'm so happy to have you. So um, you are a nurse practitioner and you also do functional plant medicine and you're a coach. Is that right? That's right. Yep. So I saw that you recently did a clear the crap uh, as far as sugar goes, right? Was it just a sugar cleanse for people? Uh, It was, but it was more on, um, I mean, through like the sugar cleanse piece of it, it was about nourishing your body with like real food and, and just really focusing on not filling your body with the crap that I think uh, we do a lot of. Oh, well, we do. And it's so easy to do because it's cheap and it's, uh, well, not anymore. Nothing's cheap, but like just to run through a drive-thru as opposed to go and get all the ingredients for an organic salad. It seems like it's so expensive to try and eat healthy. Totally. I mean, when an apple costs the same as like fries, like, <laughs> like how is that? How is that yeah. fair? <laughs> Yeah, I know. I know. And it's just, it's, it seems easy, um, almost lazy to, you know, just have somebody else prepare it, just go run through somewhere. But I just wrapped up a whole 30. Have you heard of whole 30 before? I have. Yeah. I've done it myself. Yep. Yeah. It's a really, I think it's very attainable. I don't know. I don't find it difficult, but I, what I was going to ask you as far as the clearing sugar out, sugar's in everything. It is so amazing. Like you don't even realize that it's in ketchup and marinara sauce. Like Uh you can really have a lot of sugar in your diet and not even realize it. Absolutely. And it's just, uh, like you said, it's just hidden. And then all the, the, maybe not as sugar, but all the, um, the no calorie sweeteners that, that they put in everything as well that, you know, and a lot of times I think those are more harmful. Yeah. I'm kind of scared of those. Like if it, if they say it's got any kind of, uh, artificial sweetener. I avoid it just out of fear. <laughs> I don't know why. Totally. I just don't well, want to try it. Did you see that um, there was an article or a study that came out about erythritol recently? And that's what's in um, stevia. And so we think of like stevia as being like the one that's okay, you know, that they linked it to uh, heart attack, cardiovascular disease. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And, you know, that's the frustrating thing too that it changes every day, you know, like one right. day, thinking, Oh, please drink coffee. It's really good for your heart. And then the next week it's like, that's poison. It's basically like drinking gasoline. <laughs> it's like, uh, how does anybody even know what to buy when they go to the store? It's so frustrating. Right. And it's just like trying to clear out some of that noise. Cause there is so much. And when I work with people, that is a lot of like what we do, like I've tried, I've gone down this rabbit hole. I've gone down, you know, like, how do I, how do you even know? It's, yeah. uh, it's some good marketing that is, uh, not at our benefit, unfortunately. Right. Yeah. And, um, I just did a podcast with a girl that was all about herbs and she, you know, very, very knowledgeable about herbs and stuff, but she also said it's all about the soil too. Like you really want to make friends with farmers that are close to you that are growing things. Uh, you know, everybody knows about the egg shortage. So you were just like wanting to make friends with any kind of people that had, (laughs) you know, it's just like, you don't know where your food is coming from. You don't know what they're putting in it. 
and it is scary. It's like you, even if you have good intentions, it seems like to eat well. For sure. And the, like, what are even just the deficiencies that are in our soil? Um, even if you're doing organic farming, it's just like the topsoil erosion or, you know, any sort of, um, you know, not your farm, but the farm over here is using pesticides and pesticides right. don't stay in a bubble. You know, it's, uh, it's just really not to be all doom and gloom, but, um, we really just have to be more mindful of what we're asking our body to process and what we're asking our body to get rid of. Yeah. So what made you even get interested in any of this to begin with? Well, I've been in healthcare for 20 plus years um, uh, with, oh, how long have I been a nurse practitioner? I'm about 13 years of a nurse practitioner. And most of that time was in um, primary care. And I'd gone into primary care after working in the hospital as a nurse, as in, in the ER and ICU. I was like, oh, I'm, I'm going to get to help people before they get to the ER, before they get to the ICU. That's where, you know, that's where primary care is. Sure. And, uh, you know, my, my naive, uh, self or like <laughs> out to save the world, uh, kind of <laughs> mentality, but, um, my patients were not getting healthier. They were getting sicker and every re like, there was just like a pill, like the saying pill for every ill was like so apparent, like, Oh, you have anxiety. Okay. Well, here's some anti-anxiety medication. Oh, now you have, you have heartburn. Okay. Here's some heartburn medication. Um, you know, you can't sleep. No, let's, um, add in some sleeping medication. And it was just, it was just so disheartening. And then I kind of started having my own, I was like in my, I don't know, maybe about like late thirties at the time. And my kids were like five and seven and I wasn't sleeping at all. And I hadn't been since they were like babies and they were really good sleepers, but I myself just wasn't sleeping. And Oh no. Yeah. I was like, when you've got little ones. (laughs) Totally. And it was like every little thing would wake me up in the middle of the night. And then I just wouldn't be able to fall back asleep. Like I had no problems falling asleep in the, you know, at the end of the day, cause I was so exhausted, but, um, so that, and I just had this like really horrendous brain fog. And, um, I was like, this can't, I can't have peaked at like 38. Like I'm not buying that. <laughs> oh my gosh. So what did you end up doing? Cause my husband deals with that where he can't fall back asleep after he wakes up in the middle of the night. And it always seems like it's the same time for him. And, oh, for you know, sure. and then I'm next to him just <laughs> snoozing away. <laughs> Yeah. And I would like call it, I call it like the nightly negotiate negotiation because it'd be like, all right, if I fall asleep right now, I still can get like five hours of sleep <laughs> counting what I got. I was like, tomorrow's going to be so rough, but I can, I can do it. I've done it a million oh, times. Yes. You know, that hour would go by that hour, another, you know, I was like, fine, I guess I'll just get up. Um, yeah. but I, uh, what I was doing, um, I was like, I knew if I went in to go see someone, I knew exactly how that story would go. Like I could get them to draw some labs because I would know the right things to say. Sure. But I knew what the labs would come back as. Oh, good news. Everything's fine. No, everything doesn't fine. I feel like crap. Um, and then, you know, they'd offer me an antidepressant and that would be my solution. I was like, no way. There's got to be another way to do this. Right. So I, that's how I started getting, um, incorporating cannabis initially using 
cannabis in a medicinal way to help. It was initially with my sleep and um, I started using a tincture at nighttime and with I'm not like, this is not an exaggeration by any means. Within a week, I was sleeping completely soundly through the night. So how did you even, that's fascinating by the way. Yeah. That's awesome. How did you, I know that you're a nurse, but how did you even know how much to take or what? I I just, I don't know anything about it. So um, yeah, listening that knows (laughs) you're about to laugh because I know nothing. Like, what do you do? How do you, is there somebody you call? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you call me. Um, so I, I mean, I've been a longtime supporter of cannabis, but I hadn't myself really used from a medicinal standpoint and certainly not in several years. I just started learning what I could and I um, wanted to try out with a tincture. I knew that I felt uh, that that would be a good method from what I had learned about different methods and how long they at last. And I thought that would be a really good option for sleep. It worked. <laughs> and so, well, okay. So I, I don't want to interrupt you, but I no, just want to, I preface this with you are in Colorado, correct? Yes. So you have access a little bit more than people in say Nebraska, um, as far as legally. Yep. So how, are there ways for people that where it's not legally passed? Is there a ways for them to get uh, solutions that way? Is it legal? Well, so I'm, uh, I'm not, I would never <laughs> recommend someone to go get um, cannabis from a neighboring state that might be legal and bring it back to their state. Yeah. Um, uh, so, um, okay. You, you just do what you've got to do. Wink, wink. Um, <laughs> however, <laughs> however, you can, um, there are some like CBD is, um, although it's still considered like federally not legal, um, you can get CBD products in any state and no, like no one's going to be knocking on your, no DEA is going to be knocking on your door. Cause you, you ordered some CBD, you know, like, and for some people, like for sleep, for example, um, the CBD might might do the trick for them, and that might be enough. Um, I found, like, over the course of my own uh, kind of situation, mm-hmm. um, and uh, working with clients the last, uh, as I do now in my health consulting business for the last three plus three and a half years, if your gut is imbalanced, CBD is maybe not going to do a whole lot for you if your gut is super imbalanced because it just it's like working against working against uh your gut health um you got to get that in, in kind of imbalance first my dad was um dealing with cancer and my people that i know <laughs> just for that, people that i know said that they could get him like some edibles and that would help calm him and it would also help with his appetite so that he would eat and he was so worried that it was going to in, uh, interfere with the chemo or radiation or any of the other medication that he was on. And it would be clearly just us non-doctors, not even know what we're doing, just saying like, here, just eat the head off of this little gummy thing. Right. <laughs> you know? um, so yeah, scary. But anyway, um, so it, are people more open to it and receptive when they have tried everything or they're at their wits end or they're in so much pain or does it take it to get to that level or there are people that are more receptive to it is basically what I'm curious about. I think people are more receptive to it overall. I think because people are just looking for a different answer. 
they just want options and they want something that is not going to cause all these other side effects that they have to add another pill onto. And, you know, I think people are just kind of fed up. Yeah. And maybe not wanting to take a pill for the long haul either. I mean, like how long are you supposed to take an anti-anxiety pill if you can't sleep through the night, like for the rest of your life? Well, that's another thing. Like there was never an exit strategy with these medications. Mm -hmm. It was just like, you just add them on and they aren't intended to be uh, long-term medications. Um, anxiety medication, or um, when I was talking about heartburn, like you th hear of like Nexium or, you know, Prilosec, mm -hmm. or th those are they're two different kinds, but um, those are very much intended to be short-term medications. First of all, you're not getting at the root cause of why you have these struggles, but you're also causing another, everything that it does to your gut. Yeah. So what do you think is the, is there an overall gut problem? Is there a, one thing that you think is contributing to all of this gut issue that's happening? Uh, I mean, I think there's several things going on in the gut. I think um, intestinal permeability, or if you've heard of leaky gut, um, I think is a, is playing a big part. Um, there, a lot of uh, like post COVID um, and long haul COVID really is um, that really is an autoimmune uh, condition. I think we are, and we already have, I think we're, this is just going to skyrocket after the pandemic. Um, but that is um, related to leaky gut or histamine intolerance that um, for some folks that has a gut component to that as well. Um, and just an, an overall imbalance in the gut. Um, like we want a lot of bacteria in our gut and we want a lot of beneficial bacteria. Um, and sometimes we don't have enough of that ba beneficial bacteria, or we have an overgrowth of a different kind of bacteria. Um, so stuff just gets, uh, out of whack. And then it, a lot of, for a lot of people too, it's not like gut problems where you're going to see an imbalance in the gut. Mm -hmm. It's not like I have belly pain or, uh, you know, I have, uh, changes like diarrhea or constipation or those, you know, that can certainly happen, but a lot of people are seeing this in like energy and not sleeping and, um, skin issues and, um, the fatigue and hormone imbalances, um, uh, you know, they're seeing it that way. Headaches is a huge, huge component of that. Mm -hmm. So what all does uh, cannabis help with? It helps with everything, Dawn. Does it really? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Will it make you look like a supermodel? No, I'm just I kidding. Mean, totally. Um, what does it look like? Like at night you just go smoke pot and then before you go to bed or you just do an edible or a tincture? Um, I, I mean, and I don't use anything for sleep anymore. Um, oh, oh, so it like cured it. Why I really like to use cannabis and working, um, in the functional medicine world as well is like, it helps people get over that hump. Like for me, it was sleep. Um, for some other people, it is pain. Uh, it helps people get over that hump while you're really digging into the root cause and to go back to kind of the gut health stuff that that's where it is like healing your gut and getting your gut in balance takes time. Um, but you know, let's get you a win first and get over, uh, over that hump. I don't, I'm not a big fan of edibles, um, when using it for a medicinal kind of purpose. Um, the, I mean, companies are getting so much better, but they're still really, uh, like you could have a jar of a hundred milligrams and there's 10 pieces, but not every piece has 10 milligrams. One will have eight, oh. one will have 12. And 
you know, or, and so on. And when you are, when you take an edible, like you're committing, you're really committing to um, uh, several hours and oh. uh, <laughs> yeah, good or bad. Uh, that oh my gosh, that sounds like what would happen to me. So that's why I would be afraid for somebody that's a novice and doesn't know anything about any of this stuff. Like I would be petrified to take anything. I would be ha happy to be helped, but I'd be scared of what was going to happen. For sure. And a lot of people I work with, um, and, and some people I work with don't use cannabis at all. Like for whatever reason, it's just an option I have since I have uh, spent a lot of time in training and um, uh, educating myself um, uh, in the cannabis space, some people that's, it's not for them. It's, and it's definitely not for everybody. Um, but uh, for some people, it's like, uh, there's kind of a, a few different groups of people that I work with when it comes to cannabis, like somebody who's never tried it and is just like looking for a different option, yeah. different avenue. Um, somebody who like had a horrible experience in college or whatever, you know, um, and, uh, but is still interested, but, you know, has that like kind of backstory history that is making them very nervous. Sure. Um, sure. And then people that that's, it's been part of their, you know, they're, they've been regular users of cannabis, um, and, um, consumers of it, but maybe not, but need more direction on how to like use it for pain specifically or, how to that. So I, you know, I just hold your hand through as much as you want me to, um, through okay. the process. And that is also why I do like to use tinctures because you can dial in your dose. So, so specifically like, okay, three drops helped or didn't help enough, but like five drops was too much okay. you know, kind of a thing. And it's, uh, it's just pretty cool to see. Um, well, so you had results right away. I mean, to me, a week is right away for yeah. sleeping. So do people usually, when they start doing any type of cannabis for whatever their issue is, do they usually notice pretty quickly if it's something that's going to work? Uh, it depends on what they're, like, why, like, what our goals are. Um, okay. I do notice that sleep can be pretty quick. That one I notice. Um, and, and for pain, um, it depends on, uh, like, what the, what the source of the pain is. That one can take a little bit of long, can take longer. And that's more, I, I find that's more tweaking of, mm -hmm. of dosing and methods and um, when the pain is occurring and how to balance that. Cause people aren't coming to me to like teach me how to get high, you know, it's like, that's, <laughs> that's what I would say. I don't know how to do this. I did it one time in high school, but I was not good at it. And I was like, no, no, I just will have beer. That's easy. <laughs> yeah. I think that's um, another thing too. People might use it, but there's a stigma about it because of the fact that it's illegal in some states. So that's like, no, no, you can't have it. Otherwise, you know, if there are so many benefits, I think it's sad that it's not available to people. I 100% agree um, with you on that. And it should, it, it is, it's criminal that you're withholding. It's a medicine. I firmly believe yeah. that. And you're withholding that from someone who could truly benefit and could potentially get off other prescriptions that are causing them problems. Yeah. So it helps with sleep and it helps with pain. What else? Um, I use um, some for like mood um, and anxiety and some people are like, what? Anxiety? Like I got, what about the like paranoia panic of, <laughs> yeah, that, 
you were on uh, when you did that one. You had tried something probably that was not the right uh, combination for you. Um, right. right. <clears throat> well, it sounds great. I mean, it's great that it has so many benefits. I love that. And if people are willing to take pills from a doctor that has a million side effects, I mean, those those commercials are like two seconds of saying what the pill's name is, and then the rest are all the side effects that go along with it. It's like, yeah, I think I'd rather try and try some pot instead. Right. And get your body because that's I mean, you have an endocannabinoid system in your body, which What's is that that is um, and every mammal has this. Um, it's where you have something called endocannabinoids, um, which hit on pain and bliss and happiness and keep stuff in homeostasis. You have these receptors in your body um, and you can have an endocannabinoid deficiency um, where you're not making enough receptors or maybe, uh, or making enough of the, um, the compounds that the endocannabinoids that attach to the receptors, or maybe your receptors are blunted, or maybe your receptors are changed a little bit. And so it's not fitting in properly. Um, and so, you know, for some people that have chronic pain issues or have some of these more difficult like syndrome, like fibromyalgia or like IBS, some of these other chronic fatigue, some of these symptoms uh, or conditions might have an endocannabinoid deficiency component. And what cannabis does is it provides phytocannabinoids. So like from the plant, phyto meaning plant. Okay. Uh, and so then they can, uh, like with THC, um, then they can attach to these receptors and, and help with that pain uh, where you're not feeling the pain or help with, um, uh, there's something called anandamide that causes like it's bliss. It makes you happy. You don't have like a, you know, an ibuprofen deficiency, you know, yeah. system deficiency or a SSRI system deficiency. A lot of research that backs this all up and it's, right. You know, it is. It'll we're coming around. There's there's progress every every year. Um, things are getting more and more destigmatized. Um, For sure, they are. I mean, the fact that there it's becoming more and more um, lawful or whatever the word legal in so many more states. I mean, and then psychedelics is that something also that you dabble with? Yeah, there's. I mean, there's another like whole category of of these plants and these other substances that are just so beneficial for people done in the right way. I would, I really want to put that caveat in there. Um, oh, uh, sure. especially around psychedelics that has to be done in the right way and with the right setting in the right. I mean, you can, you can overdo it with that so easily, um, intentionally or not. Um, and there is some, you know, safety concerns with that as with cannabis, it's not like, it's not for everyone. Sure. So what would be the reason that somebody would want or need psychedelics? Um, there, a lot of mental health, um, a okay. lot of around, um, I think with, uh, trauma work and PTSD, um, they're incredible for that. Um, uh, there's also a lot of interesting kind of. Uh, some studies are starting to come. I mean, the, the uh, I won't go down the why that all got <laughs> shut down, but uh, edit. <laughs> <laughs> but the um, like with neuroplasticity, um, oh, and, and uh, dementia and Alzheimer's and preventing those, um, those uh, brain connections from the misfiring that can happen. And um, uh, as we age, and I have 
I have um, Alzheimer's dementia in my family, uh, in my um, relatives have uh, um, struggled with that. And that's something that I want to do whatever I can to prevent. Um, and so that's, uh, I think, a really promising area of, uh, of mental health and um, uh, with neuro, uh, like neurovascular disease. Mm -hmm. Do you use a lot of ner uh, nerves, uh, herbs too? Do you dabble in those as well? You know, I, that's like, I was talking with somebody a couple of weeks ago, um, how, I mean, I'm such a nerd. I just want to <laughs> learn like every, everything about everything. I was like, no, okay. Someday I will get it. I, 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 I don't know enough about herbal medicine on its mm -hmm. own. Um, I, uh, I wish I did. Um, but I do use some like adaptogenic type herbs. Um, yes, those sort of things like maca, um, I have that in a drink that I make every day. Um, and, uh, some, uh, like other herbal kind of supplements, I guess. Sure. Yeah. It was fascinating. The episode that I did, you'll have to listen to it. Her name's Mel and she just, she's obsessed with learning everything about herbs and she was fascinating. She lives in Oregon. So she has a lot of access to, I don't know. It's, yeah. it is very interesting and I'm all about it. If I can have stuff naturally and not have to go to the store to buy, you know, pills or whatever, I'm fine with, if I can get things through my food, through supplements, through vitamins, through herbs, whatever. I am content. So, um, I think it's great that it's starting to really, there's a lot more awareness to it and people are not as scared about all that anymore. And they're checking out their options and not just taking what their doctor says, nothing against doctors, but I think it's always good to have other options too. For sure. And I was just kind of, I mean, I trained with some incredible, incredible physicians that I, that are wonderful human beings, wonderful clinicians. And I, when I, when I was leaving the, uh, the clinical field, um, about three and a half years ago. And when I started my health consulting business, I was really nervous about starting to talk about some of this stuff sure. like it, out in the public, you know, about the cannabis piece in particular, um, or even just the functional medicine piece. And I am, there is such an important, I, I kind of write that li line between, you know, like straight woo and like uh, conventional medicine, you know, like <laughs> there's, I think there's a definitely a place for both of it. Um, and just finding that balance and knowing that there is the conventional side of things for when we need it. Sure. But, you know, and being very appreciative and humbled by, by medicine for when we need it, but it doesn't, does that always have to be our first and only go-to? Right. No, I think options are great. I think that makes you well-rounded because like you said, you like to learn. So you're learning all different avenues for people and it's very commendable. And I don't think you should worry about stigma. I mean, if it's helping people and you're seeing it help people, you should be shouting it from the rooftops because people think that they have to be sick and they don't. That's it. so, thank you for saying that. And that's so true. Like, and you're kind of a weirdo if you go out of, uh, the, like the norm, you know, of, uh, like the standard American diet or the, the prescriptions, like you're a weirdo and I've always been okay with being a weirdo. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, that's just, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, 
And I think people are tired of what's supposed to be quote unquote normal. I think we've all been like, no, you do this and you don't do that. And you eat like this and you don't eat like that. And I think people are like, that's not working for me. I don't want to do that. It's not helping. I want other options. So it's good to have educated people that are researched and constantly wanting to learn to be out there sharing. So I think what you're doing is amazing. Good job. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. It's fun. It's fun to help people finally get better. Oh my gosh. I can't imagine how rewarding that is. So tell, tell everybody how they can find you and um, get help if they need it from you. Thank you. Um, so Crossable Health is my company, um, C-R-O-S-S-A-B-L-E Health. Um, you can find me on Instagram at Crossable Health, um, on Facebook at Crossable Health, um, or my website, CrossableHealth.com. And uh, yeah, I'd love to uh, see, see what you need help with and see if I'm the right fit. That's awesome. I'll put all of that in the show notes too, so people can find you easily, but thank you so much for all of your knowledge. I feel like we could do like three parts. It seems like there's so many things that are available to people now. And I love it. I love every minute of it. Awesome. Thank you so much. And I just hope people feel empowered. Like you don't, you don't have to, you don't have to feel like crap. There is other, there is, a, there are options and you, uh, your body's designed to be well and stay well. Sometimes there's just stuff in the way we need to get out of the way. That's awesome. Great message. Thank you so much. I appreciate you being on and I will be in touch. Sounds good. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.